بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters think about it like this that any for any system to work for any process to work it goes without saying the basic fundamental uh, principle is that that system or that process must be completed must be done in completion totally right i mean it, this is so uh, obvious and so clear that uh, it doesn't even need anyone to actually say it so for example if you say that i am going on a diet to lose weight then it you don't have to be told that you must follow that diet to the t to the end make sure that you eat what you are supposed to eat not eat what you are not supposed to eat and so on and so forth and if you're going to cheat on that diet then the effect of that diet will not happen it it will not benefit you uh, you will not you, you will not lose weight so also if you go to the gym and you say i want to uh, build muscle strength uh, then you follow what your coach tells you uh, completely and totally you don't do partially uh, he tells you to do you know three reps of 10 on each side and you do only one uh, and you don't do any reps you just do it one time and you say well you know i'm going to get one third of the effect no you will not you will get no effect at all uh, and so on and so forth if, if take any anything at all take for example another very good example uh, very easy to understand if you if you enroll for a uh, college course if you enroll for a college course and a college degree uh, you will never get that degree until you complete that whole course right until you get all the credits if you don't do that if you only do half the course and you say give me half a degree is it possible so the whole point is that uh, anything is beneficial only when it is done completely that is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with respect to Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu udkhulu fis silmi kafatan wa la tattabi'u khutwati shaitan innahu lakum aduw mubin there are three very critical things in this ayah first of all the ayah is addressed to the believers ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu so it is addressed to the believers it is addressed in the tone which makes it an amr which makes it a hukum which makes it a and an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because anything which is which begins like this any ayah ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu uh, means this is a instruction and order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu atiu Allah wa atiu rasula wa ulil amri minkum Allah said oh you believe obey Allah and obey his rasul and obey your leaders so and so on and so forth so wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu it is a hukum secondly in this particular case the believers are addressed so obviously ya ayyuhalladhina amanu everywhere hukum for the believers so it is a, the directly the believers are being addressed and then a very strange thing is being said allah is saying udkhulu fi silmi kafa enter into islam completely now you might say well telling the believers obey allah obey the rasul we want to understand fine you know do do obedience but in this particular case i am already a believer allah is saying enter into islam fully meaning the same thing which is that if allah is saying obey allah and obey the rasul it means that where there is a decision point obey allah and the rasul alayhi salam not your own desire 
Similarly, here Allah is saying, enter into Islam completely, not partially. Right? Completely, not partially. And then Allah says, the, the third point is, La shaitan. Allah says, do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. He is your open and clear manifest enemy. Now, the issue of following footsteps, if the by, by inference, if somebody says, don't follow in the footsteps of so-and-so, you can assume that that individual whose footsteps you are being warned against is not present. Because if the person was present, then, then, then whoever was instructing you would say, don't follow him. Don't follow him. Don't go behind him. Don't go with him. But because the person is not there and only his footsteps are there, you are being told, don't follow the footsteps of this person. The person himself is not there. So if you look at desire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying here to us that the shaitan is not in, not forcing you, not compelling you, he's not there holding your hand and dragging you somewhere. He has walked down a path, but because that is the path that shaitan walked on, don't walk on it because it will take you to where shaitan goes, which is the which is the hellfire. So Allah is saying, O oh, you who believe, enter into Islam completely and don't follow the footsteps of shaitan, meaning not entering Islam completely is tantamount to following the footsteps of shaitan. Now, this is a very important thing to remember. When shaitan disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not disobey Allah every, every order of Allah. He disobeyed only one order of Allah. Right? He did not, he did not even, shaitan is not an atheist. Shaitan believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, shaitan did not disobey everything. He, did, he disobeyed only one thing. Yet, he earned for that, by that one disobedience, he earned what he earned. So think about this, that what do we do? When we do partial obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's the reason I say selective obedience is disobedience. When we, when we decide to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala partially, what are we doing? We are saying effectively that there are three instructions, I will do two, I will not do the third one. You are saying this effectively by your action that I will do two and I will not do the third one. To deliberately say I will not do something which Allah has ordered us to do is kufr. So that is the reason why it is very, very important for us to keep this in mind and not fall into this trap of, of shaitan, which is, uh, which is so, uh, you know, incredibly, uh, so incredibly uh, harmful and bad for us. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this also in the Quran very clearly, the issue of um, selective obedience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْدِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْدِ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ أَشَدِّ الْأَذَابِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, are you doing are you being selectively obedient? Do you take some and you, and you leave out the rest? Is there any reward for those who do so among you other than disgrace in this worldly life and being subjected to the harshest punishment on the day of judgment? For Allah is never unaware of what you do. Now think about this. This ayah is not addressed to the disbelievers. First of all, it is addressed to the believers. It is addressed to the believers who uh, who are supposed to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but who decided not to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or who decided to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala partially. Now that is where the problem is, that if you say that I will do 
this and I will do only a part of it. This is what you are saying. You are saying that you are being selectively, uh, selective obedience, which is disobedience and which is arrogance because you say that you are saying effectively to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you might want me to do this, but my will is supreme over yours and I will not do this, I will do only this much. And that's the reason why it is very important for us to understand that if we want Islam to benefit us, then we must fulfill all the requirements of Islam, not partially. Right? Today, this is our problem. Our biggest problem today is not rejection. Alhamdulillah, we are not kufar. We don't reject Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't deny Him. We are not atheists. But we we, we uh, obey Allah and we follow Islam selectively. We do bits and pieces. What I like to do, I do. What I don't like to do, I leave out. Now, this is something which is not uh, acceptable and which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like. As I told you, I, I don't make the rules. I am only informing you. So, therefore, it is very important for us to get out of this mindset and decide to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely and keep this in mind. If I want to graduate in the university from that course, then I have to finish the whole course. I cannot do a piece of it and expect to, get, get, to expect to graduate and get a degree at the end of it because there is no degree. If I don't finish the course, I don't get a degree. Same thing with Islam. If I, if I am going to do partially, and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, for such people who do partial obedience, not only will Islam not have a positive effect, but Allah said, I will humiliate you in this life and I will put you in the harshest punishment on the Day of Judgment. Now think about this. Why is the harshest punishment? Because we are used to this thing of, you know, at least I am doing something. At least something is not sufficient. This is not from Islam. This is not the Quran. This is not the Sunnah. I have mentioned this many times before. If you have to jump a 10-foot ditch, you have to jump 10 and a half feet. If you jump 9 feet, you will be in the in the pit. Right? You cannot, you, you and you can't say, well, I, I did something. At least something. That at least something will not help you. That at least something still puts you in the same pit. So therefore, at, forget this at least something business. Let us focus on our lives and say, what is it that I am disobeying Allah in and remove that from us? That's, that's where it should begin. Begin with removing disobedience. Begin with istighfar and tawbah. Begin with turning towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then after that, go into doing uh, good things and better things. More nawafil, tahajjud. Uh, zikr and so on and so forth and khairat and sadaqat but first and foremost remove the haram the haram earning haram eating uh, haram actions uh, haram desires haram li- listening to haram sounds watching haram things all of this must come out of our lives first then we focus on increasing the good things right now leaving salah is haram lying is haram cheating is haram all of this must change and then we clean up our lives, clean up the act. And after that, then we say, okay, now now that my life is as clean as I can get it, now what more can I do? How can I beautify it? Right? If you, are, if you are decorating your house, the first thing you do is to clean the house. There's no point in putting all kinds of fancy and expensive decorations in the house when the house is like a pigsty. You know, it's full of dirt and filth. So first clean the house. And this cleaning of the house is istighfar and tawa, is to deeply and genuinely regret the wrong that we have done and to change that and convert that into uh, and clean out all that and then uh, decorate the house of the heart with good deeds. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to completely and totally obey Him 
and not to fall into the trap of selective obedience. See, finally, I want to end with this, the ayat which we all know. فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُسَلِّينَ أَلَّذِينَ هُمْ مَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاوُنَ أَلَّذِينَ هُمْ يُرَاوُنَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah Al-Araita Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Woe to the people who pray Right? He said the cursed are the people who pray Right? Woe to the people who pray Now why would you say woe to the people who pray? They are praying Allah said no They are praying but they delay their salah So they are saying no is no point Allah may have bought me at this time But I will come I will come at my own time At my convenience Right? So, the fact that Allah wants you now is of no consequence. I will come when I feel like coming. And this is not acceptable. And this is something which is not only not acceptable, which, which earns, instead of earning the uh, pleasure of Allah, it earns the anger of Allah. And Allah said they also pray to show off, not for the sake of Allah, but to show the people. So, it's very, very important, I remind myself and you, let us clean up our act. Because without cleaning up the act, uh, we are the problems that we face in this life are not going to go away. If we want these problems to go, it has to begin with ourselves. It's not a question of material things. We all we will come to that inshallah. Maybe tomorrow's reminder. We are so uh, focused on material things that we forget the foundation of it, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is the creator of all that material, who is the one who puts the power in that material for it to affect us. If we don't do that then we cannot expect the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to become obedient to Him and to really value this beautiful deen that He gave us by following it.